what we do is we're entering into it. We want to start being attentive as we listen to each other. Where are we going? Because that's the goal. And it's not just where do I want us to go? How do I get myself in the driver's seat and make sure the van goes where I want to go? Um, when I was uh, early on in my career as a Jesuit, we all decided to go to the School of the Americas teaching. So if you're familiar with this, this is, okay, some people are, right, Fort Benning, Georgia, sort of a, a, a protest of some of the things there, and we don't, don't need to get into the politics of it, uh, but we're there, and the guys who were planning the trip were all former Boy Scouts, and so when I heard, oh, we're going to go down to Fort Benning, Georgia to participate in the teaching, I thought we're going to get a hotel room, you know, maybe probably an inexpensive one, you know, because there were like a bunch of us. No, we camped, right? And so they had us in the mountains of Georgia, an hour away from, from Fort Benning in November. Yeah. So, we're, so on the way in, we're driving in, and so one of the guys is driving, and we had a 15-person van, interestingly enough, um, and I'm in the passenger side, and there's a sign, Krispy Kreme, and the, it gets flashed with the hot dog. So I turned to uh, Father Michael, now Father Michael Rossman, who is lovely and a good friend, and I said, Michael, uh, we need to stop for donuts and coffee. He goes, ha, 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 Nate, that's fine. I was like, no, Michael, we need to stop for donuts and coffee. He's like, well, we're on that. I was like, Michael, you do not understand we are stopping for donuts and coffee. And of course, you know, it's like, maybe not a good communal discernment. You know, Michael and I discerned that this would be helpful for me and thus helpful for everyone else, right? But as we're listening, right, we want to be a sense, where are we going? How are we moving? Where are these spirits leading us? And so part of this is we need to practice what we sometimes call spiritual indifference. This is not apathy. It's not that I don't care what happens. In fact, I need to care. I want to care. I should care. Rather, spiritual indifference is me being able to say, I will set aside my own desires and listen to where everybody else is going without the bias of my own desires, or at least being aware of my own bias. Because I can't get rid of my biases altogether, right? But I can listen with this indifference and say, maybe I really can see all the ways this van is going to be helpful. Maybe I am always struggling to get kids back and forth from all these. I'm the youth minister, and I am always trying to arrange carpools. And this is a pain to try to arrange a carpool. And if I had this van, I wouldn't have to do it. And that would make my life so much easier but I need to be indifferent to listen to other people saying, we can't afford it. The upkeep is too much. The insurance is too much. No one else is going to use it and be like, okay, it would make my life a lot easier, but can I be unbiased in that sense? Can I recognize that my push for it is about convenience, which maybe isn't the only thing that matters, right? Again, I'm not being apathetic. I'm not not caring. I'm caring a lot, but I'm being intentional about it. I'm entering into the process, right? So this is the spiritual indifference. Can I set, can I put to one side my own desires and listen to the group, right? We can ask, is there a consensus that emerges? We go around the table and maybe it's pretty clear everybody's on board with this, like, okay. Clearly, we're all on the same page. Maybe we're all cautiously on board. 
Maybe we're all opposed. Is there a consensus? And the consensus doesn't mean unanimity, right? Consensus means the group itself is coming to a decision. Again, maybe I really want that van because it's going to make my life so much easier. But as I listen to everybody, I realize it's just not feasible. And so even though I want the van, I'm willing to let the van go because it's just not, not going to work. It's like, if you asked me, I'd say yes, but I'll say no because that's what the group is moving towards, right? Maybe we're not quite at a consensus, and so we ask, are there places of shared consolation? Places where we are together sharing excitement and joy and, and growing in that authenticity. I say, oh, there's maybe not all of us, but some of us are excited about this. Maybe we can probe that, understand more about what's going on. Or is there shared desolation? The opposite. Maybe a bunch of us are on board with it, but there's two or three who have this shared worry. And it's just taking them away from the moments, taking them away from the mission, taking them away from the goods. We need to talk about that and explore what's going on. Why is this something that we are sharing? Like, can we address it? And fundamentally, it's always the question, am I seeing this or are we seeing this? And it goes back to that indifference. Am I reading everything through my own lens to the point where I'm not seeing us, I'm only seeing me? Right? And so, again, I want the van because it'll make my life so much easier. So every time somebody says something even mildly positive about the van, I'm like, yeah, they're on my side. Yeah, they're on my side. They're on my side. And I'm not listening at all to any of the concerns that are being raised. Right? Or am I saying, okay, they see some of the positives, I see some of the positives, but they have a lot of negative, a lot of concerns. So I should bring some, I should recognize those concerns, right? Is this something that I am seeing or something that we are seeing? And we're doing this together. This making sense? Right? And sometimes we do this through multiple rounds. We come back and forth to this over and over again. But leads us right to this, this sort of like the next step, right? So you've done all of this, right? You know, and we can go back, we could say, okay, now go back about the van and what are you thinking of? There, there is no van, so we don't want to necessarily like, I don't want to get you guys all psyched up and then you know, like, it's not Oprah, right? You get a car, you get a car, no, nothing, nothing like that. So I don't, I don't know, that's not part of the Lily Grant, right? Maybe the, ne the next grant, the next grant, um, right? So then we ask, what's next? The first question is, do we have that consensus emerging? Do we have a sense of where we are being called? Do we, do we get a sense that, yeah, the best thing for our church is to accept the van or not accept the van, to hire this pastor or not hire this pastor, to renovate the building or not renovate the building, or whatever it is, right? We can do this with any sort of discernment we need to do. Do we have a sense? If so, we move towards the next steps. Again, Ignatius uses the phrase of the election, the choice, the decision, right? And I know that's further down that path, you know, so we're not going to talk too much about that. But we can move towards that and we can get what we call confirmation, right? So sometimes we say, okay, we're going 
we're going to move towards accepting this van, and then we start talking with other constituents to make sure that everybody's on board with that and it makes sense. We get confirmation or not. And again, you guys will talk more about this stuff in future sessions. If you're not there, though, that's okay. There is no such thing as a failed discernment unless you've simply refused the process, right? As long as you're going through the process, the fact that you're not at the election, the fact that there's no consensus is not a bad thing. Sometimes we are very averse to conflict and disagreement, especially in congregations, especially in religious or ministerial settings, right? It is okay to have disagreements. If we look back to, like, say, Christian history, lots of disagreements. Some handled with healthiness, some handled with less than healthiness, right? You look back into, for those that use scripture, right? The Christian or Jewish scriptures, lots of disagreements. It's okay, right? I always think back, like, Abraham argues with God. Like, <laughs> that's part of the, like, okay, there's a disagreement. You normally think, well, if God says, the, no, you're like, wait a second, are you really God? Like, do you, what's going on here, friend? Like, so don't get discouraged. That's part of the process. What you want to do is you ask, why are we disagreeing? Where is, where is the consensus breaking down? And can we engage with that more? Okay, here's where we're worried. Let's go back. Let's do a personal examine. How am I being moved by this process? What are the goods I am seeing? What are the resistances? Where are those good spirits and evil spirits? Let's come back and share more. Maybe it's like, okay, we're going to take a break. We're going to go home. We'll come back next week or next month, right? We'll move on to a different topic. We'll table this, right? This can be part of the process.